We're back here with another episode of Peter's Proffer in the courtroom of current events. And we've got a fun topic today. Um, I get asked all the time what it's like practicing with my dad and what the differences were when he started versus when I came in. So today we're going to take some time and uh, we're going to go through what some of those big differences were, how it's so different now than it was back then, and kind of just uh, have some fun talking about what life used to be and how the times are changing. So thanks for listening in with us, and if you ever have any questions or comments, you can leave us a review on iTunes or hit us up on social media at Tragos Law on all the big sites, or as always, send me an email. Thanks for listening. All right, so we're in here. I've got my dad in, we'll call it studio, even though it's just my office, ready to talk about what the good old days were like uh, compared to what it's like now and what it's like for us to practice together. So in order to start this conversation, we've got to go all the way back to 1974 when he graduated from law school. Uh, Coming out, uh, first job was working at the state attorney's office here in Pinellas County. Um, He actually worked with Bernie McCabe, who's the current sitting state attorney way back then. Um, And so we're going to start out first what that job was like, what the pay was, what things were like for a lawyer graduating in 1974. 1974 was an interesting time, a huge contrast between the way things are today. In 1974, we had a courthouse in downtown Clearwater. All the criminal and civil judges were there. We had two felony judges and two misdemeanor county judges sitting in downtown Clearwater. Today, sitting out at a new building, criminal complex, it's not 49th new, Street, but okay. Right, 49th Street, we have over 20 felony judges and over 20 misdemeanor county judges. The state attorney's office was split into two parts, St. Pete and Clearwater. There were about eight to 10 lawyers in St. Pete, eight to 10 lawyers in Clearwater, and again, they're all housed in the same You're courthouse. talking about Pinellas, I'm, I'm sorry, you're talking about prosecutors. Prosecutors, Okay, right. how many are there now? Right now, there are over 100 prosecutors. Okay, and what about the Pasco County State Attorney's Office? Did that exist? Pasco County did exist. They had two part-time prosecutors in Newport Ritchie and part-time prosecutors in Dade City, and that was it. Okay, now they have an entire full force. Probably about 40 of them, right? Okay, okay. Um Okay, so go on. What, what was the starting pay in 1974 for a state attorney? The starting pay was $15,000. And you were in Fat City. And I, yeah, with that money, I rented an apartment, and I bought a new 240Z uh, Datsun. It was a Datsun then. It wasn't a Nissan. So I had plenty of money back then. I was living like a king. I wasn't married either, and I didn't have kids. Okay, so... Coming out, how, what was the atmosphere like? Was it difficult to get a job? Was it competitive? Did it seem like it is now with you know a million lawyers? It wasn't that hard to get a job. There were a lot of jobs out there. But this 15000 of the state attorney's office was really a very high-paying job back then. And it was a great opportunity to become a trial lawyer. And if okay. you wanted to try cases, that's where you went. Okay. So, and just getting more to the stats of what the difference is now and back then, most of the stats I found were in 1980. Do you know how many lawyers there were in Florida in 1980, if you had to guess? Gee, I would say, what, 10,000? 27,000. 27,000. And guess how many there are now, actually practicing lawyers? 60? 77,000. Wow. And some people estimate there are 100,000 lawyers, but not all of them practice, obviously. That's the American Bar Association stats. 
Uh, do you know how many uh, lawyers there were in the United States in 1980? No idea. 542,000. Do you know how many there are now? No. So when people say there are a million lawyers, they're not joking. It's 1.3 million lawyers in the United States right now. Jeez. I mean, that's crazy to think. And that's why it's so hard to get a job now and everything's so competitive. But it wasn't like that back then. Well, the Clearwater Bar Association back then was under 200 lawyers. And now I think it's about 1,000 lawyers. Yeah, something like that. I mean, yeah. it's, it's crazy. So, Just the difference in the number yeah. of lawyers. I knew every single lawyer in Clearwater back then. And every single judge, yeah, every single prosecutor, and almost every cop. Okay, so um, let's talk about when you go out into private practice in 1978. What were the differences in that office versus this office today? Well, first off, we had no computers. Everything was typed on carbon paper. So if you can imagine what it was like if you made a mistake and the secretary had to retype the entire letter rather than just slip in that little line. So you used a typewriter? A typewriter. Oh, my God. Yeah, a typewriter. And then about 79, maybe 80, we got our first computer, and we thought we were hot stuff. And we trained one secretary to know how to use that computer, and she did all the word processing. And really it was a word processor technically, not a computer. And she did all the word processing. So you didn't even know how to use it. When did you learn how to use a computer? I probably had my first desktop when I was with the U.S. Attorney's Office. Okay, so like when was that? 1983. Okay, when did you have your first computer at like your house? That's so weird to think. I can't even remember that. It's so weird to think that you worked a legal job with no computer. Okay, so one person could do the, use the computer like that movie Hidden Figures where they all wanted to learn how to use that, that machine that was going to put them out of work, basically to be the ones that actually read the manuals. There's only one person in your office that could actually use that computer. Only one person. That's so crazy. Okay, um, uh, what, what else remember, was we didn't have We didn't have cell phones either. Well, yeah, that's that was that's obvious. Have, no iPads, no cell no phones, phones, no, no iPads, like none of that stuff. And and right around that time, I had a client that couldn't pay my fee, and they were one of the first ones to have a car phone. And so I took his car phone as a fee because car phones were twenty five hundred dollars, and there was a big suitcase they strapped into the trunk of the car, and then they ran a line from there to the front where you actually had a phone that you actually a wired up. And yeah, they charged you for every minute. But you were cool because you're a lawyer and you can return your client's phone calls in the car. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Um, and then you also said that there's, like, carbon paper that you used as opposed to just making a copy of something. For those who are not familiar with carbon paper, you have a sheet of your letterhead. You put carbon paper behind it. Then you put another blank sheet behind that. You type on it, and the, the, the impression it makes goes to the back page. So that's your copy for the file. And it's all like blue ink because it's off the carbon paper. And then you have the original in the front, which is the letter. Okay. Um, what else? What else do you have is different from back then versus now? I've made some notes. We've made some notes independently of things that we know are different. Obviously, I don't know what it was like back in 1978, but just things that I know were different even 10, 15 years ago. Well, you've got a situation of just traffic. How long it would take me to get to the courthouse? Two minutes. But now it takes 15 minutes for the same drive. Uh, Gulf to Bay was a two-lane highway, and it became three lanes after that. Um, There are uh, all sorts of differences in timing and traffic and the number of people that you dealt with and the camaraderie that you had between lawyers. Uh, You didn't have uh, the anger or the, the nastiness between lawyers that we seem to have now. 
Okay, so I've made some other notes besides just traffic. I thought we'd get a little deeper than that. So uh, some of the things that I noticed that are different is just when I came in versus now, we had no employee punch clocks. Nobody clocked in or clocked out. Um, the Some of the state attorney's offices still don't have email, so that was obviously not a normal form of communication. Well, Pinellas County is the last one not to have email. Right, and that's, that's changing as well. Um, no iPads, no laptops. Uh, and then here's a biggie for our office. That's a big difference is the electronic files that we have on clients versus the paper files. We still have paper files, but we also have an electronic copy of everybody's files. So I assume back then you just had a paper copy of everybody's files, paper copy. And now I can be at home. I can access a client's file here in the office from home. Back then, if the client's file was here, you were a dead duck if you didn't have it with you. So we know this so well because we have uh, paper files from 1980 still in storage that they ask us if we want to come look at ever because we keep every file we've ever had all the way back into the 80s and we pay for somebody to store it even though we haven't looked at it in 25 years but all those paper files did exist back then as well also remember how you file documents now now right. we file documents electronically over the internet we sit in our office, we punch, punch a button, and it goes to the 11th Circuit Court of Appeals in Atlanta or even the U.S. Supreme Court. Before, we had to mail it, and the rules gave us five days, which meant you might mail it on day one, but it's not considered delivered until day six. <laughs> so yeah, there was, and that's true because in the Civil Rules Committee meetings, we talk about now like what type of document you have to produce in discovery. It has to be an editable document that you can see the metadata on the document and what the person has done, the red line versions to see what's been changed. None of that was obviously in, in existence back then. Everything, all the discovery, everything was hard copy. You had to keep your own copies and boxes of all the documents everywhere. Well, the laws had to catch up. A lot more technology. storage. You needed a lot right. more storage back then right. than you do now, that's for sure. Um, okay, and then talk also about um, some of the differences, just practically speaking, either while you were at the state attorney's office, how things changed with um, like DNA evidence and fingerprints and all that stuff. Well, the O.J. Simpson trial really changed that. Right. Because now jurors are always saying to themselves, well, where's the DNA evidence? You know, where's the fingerprints? So that wasn't always there when you first started trying cases. No. And, and in fact, even now, uh, I was on the, the rules committee when we changed the rule to allow DNA evidence uh, to be introduced well after any deadline dates because the technology is changing. Uh, DNA evidence, just like other evidence, the technology has improved. So even though we couldn't prove somebody innocent by their DNA evidence 20 years ago, today we could prove them innocent if we even have just a, a strand of hair that they can get the DNA off of. So that has changed a lot, and the rules have had to change with it. Okay, anything else that you can think of that had, has, is a big difference now than it was back then? Well, hair evidence is a big difference. Hair evidence no longer is reliable as it used to be. You used to think, ah, it's just like a fingerprint. But it's been proven that hair evidence is not as reliable. Bite marks, been proven bite marks aren't as reliable. Used to be we thought bite marks were just the, the be-all and end-all. But it's been proven that it's not. So over time, technology has proven those things that we used to believe in aren't correct anymore. So, and that's, I'm sure 10 years from now, it's gonna, we're going to look back and think of all the things that were different now how inflation changes, what houses cost, all that stuff just is ever-changing and, and always crazy. It's hilarious to look back. $15,000 was a big salary for a lawyer back in 1974. So it's cool to look back and reminisce on things like that. Um, another question I get all the time is what it's like working for your dad or in a firm with your dad. 
and you know the truth is it's it's awesome in some ways and it can be challenging in some ways um so the reasons it's awesome is because uh my dad happens to be a great trial lawyer and i can learn a lot from him like that just don't breathe it straight into the microphone but i have to deal with things like that where you know he's he's thinks it's hilarious everything he does that bothers me um i happen to have some ocd i'm a type a personality we have the same um personality where we both always expect to be lead on something uh we would not be good dance partners um i don't think i would be the greatest personality of an employee for him that he would choose if i wasn't his son um fortunately but I, fortunately i can't fire you right so i but i think that it also has an, its advantages because it i think that is something that made him successful and will hopefully make me successful as well the personality traits that we share um, and that I can see exemplified and learn how to properly use them and contain other areas of them. Um, you know, and I think that it's obviously somebody that takes a an interest in your success and teaching you and making sure that you can be successful in different ways, that you're doing it the right way, that you're doing it the ethical way. That is something that is of the utmost importance that you look for in a boss and, and you know, who better to... to think that of you than your own parent so that's been a real blessing to work with my dad in that area has never been an issue with that or me thinking that you know he doesn't have my best interest in mind um and you know it's cool to see each other's successes you know it makes you proud as a son or a dad if somebody if something good happens or there's a big win or a big trial victory or something like that you can you know share in it together get to see each other every day my mom works in our office too my sister actually works for us part-time as well so it gets to be kind of a family affair and you've got you know one life to live so what better way to spend it really than your family if you can get past the you know our family is a uh, uh, high voltage greek family that is loud and there are blow-ups but it always ends happy and you know with a life lesson we can all learn basically like the old seventh heaven tv shows um, but it's a lot of fun. Um, I get to learn a lot from him. I'm lucky to work for him and, you know, people ask me all the time and it's, it is a lot of fun. We get to sneak out and play golf once in a while after work, um, which is funny for me to watch him play golf and, um, we get to enjoy a lot of time together. And so that, that is something that is something I'll always cherish. We get to try cases together, which is always really fun, um, an experience that, that we'll never forget. Do you want to comment on anything about working with your son? Actually, uh, it's a thrill. Everybody is excited to say, hey, isn't it a thrill to work with your son? Don't you want your son to follow in your footsteps? And, then, you know, people don't know this, but initially you didn't want to be a lawyer. And then later on you changed your mind, and I think for sure you made the right choice because you were made to be a lawyer, and that's why I'm enjoying practicing with you. Although, again, because I can't fire you, uh, we have some very heated discussions but they always turn out to be for the best interests of us, each other, the family, and the firm. So, and then just kind of on that note too, which is also we didn't talk about changing of the times, how the practice has changed and, you know, the, the practice areas have changed, the volume has changed, the advertising has changed, and things like that. And, I mean, I think that from your perspective, you never thought that we would be the type of firm we are today, but if people don't adapt, then it's easy to get left behind. That, that's absolutely correct because 
I think the biggest difference is marketing. We didn't have to spend the money and the effort with the internet and whatever it is we do for marketing. Didn't have to do that back when I was practicing law and building my practice. Now marketing is essential to the practice of law. Yeah, and you know, I, I again, I just think that if you're not adapting to whatever business you have and trying to continue to progress, get better, learn more, um, be more successful in whatever business you are, then it's so easy to get left behind. If you get stuck in your way, somebody like you that was successful in the past could have just kept trying to do it that way. But adapting to somebody younger and new coming in with different ideas, um, I think is something that you know not everybody can do as a boss that's been successful in the past. Without, without having you here, I never would be doing the things we're doing today. You, you've totally changed the atmosphere because you understand today's market even better than I do. So, I mean, it's been, that's been kind of cool to collaborate on that and have, again, another benefit of working with your dad, I'm sure, is you have his ear, or I have his ear on these sort of things that if I want to try something or test something out, he's more amenable to do it, and a lot of it has been successful, so that's been kind of fun to work on together. All right, so that was the long-winded answer of what it's like working with my dad um, and how things have changed since he started, so hope everybody enjoyed it, and we'll be back with you next time. <laughs>